We are on Yevamos Tzadi Zayin of Abayz 97b, and we are up to the Mishnah, a new Mishnah. And this Mishnah touches upon ideas that we've had in the past, and we'll open the Mishnah with a brief introduction, a very important introduction to a very important topic. The topic is about conversion, um, and whether or not you have relatives who are related to uh, your biological family when a person converts, and different scenarios uh, that we, that the Mishnah discusses and the Gemara also discusses. So just in terms of the background, um, there is only one case where on a biblical level there's a prohibition uh, for a convert to uh, marry or have uh, relations with an immediate relative. And that case is a case where, uh, where uh, either it's a case where uh, the the mother uh, converted while she was pregnant with twins. So since the mother converted while she was pregnant with twins, so then when the uh, the babies are born, so they are born Jewish, the mother converted, the babies are born Jewish, and even though at time of conception they the the mother was not Jewish and the father wasn't Jewish, but at the time of birth the mother is Jewish, and so the children are Jewish. And so, therefore, they are related as um, as half brothers on their mother's side, not necessarily on their father's side. We'll see why in a second. But on their mother's side, they are related, and they're brothers on their on their mother's side. Uh, alternatively, you could have a case where it's not a case of twins, but it's just one child, and then later on, the mother has another another baby um, and another sibling, and so therefore, those are viewed as siblings on the mother's side. But in essence, in order for there to be a biblical prohibition, they would have to have a case where uh, the ba- where the mother converted while she is pregnant, and then the uh, baby, uh, who is also either going through a conversion or maybe they're born Jewish, but at the end of the day, uh, they are related to their mother and all to the relatives on their mother's side, but not their father's side. That's all on a biblical level. Uh the other prohibitions are only on a rabbinic level, and the reason for that is based on a principle that we've had earlier in this tractate, which is Gershon Iskayar Kekatan Shinoladami, that when it comes to a convert, once they convert, so then they are no longer halachically related to any of their relatives. They're not, they're not related to any of their, it's like they're uh, born anew, it's like they're born again, and so therefore they are not related to any of their relatives on a biblical level. However, on a rabbinic level, we say, you know, you're still not, let's say, uh, uh, a brother and sister convert or uh, children and parents convert, whatever the case is, you're not, allowed to, um, you're not allowed to marry or have sexual relations with an immediate relative on a rabbinic level, not on a biblical level, but on a rabbinic level. And the reason for that is twofold. Number one, uh, the reason for that is we're afraid that people will see this, will see that they... Uh, that they're marrying each other, and they'll think that it's actually permissible because they won't realize that they were converts. They'll think that they were Jewish from birth and think that it's totally permissible. And then we are concerned that it will lead to other people who are not converts also to marry uh, immediate relatives. So that is concern number one on a rabbinic level. Concern, potential concern number two on a rabbinic level is that if there's a prohibition which exists, a brother and sister uh, when they were not Jewish, non-Jews also have their seven Noachai laws. One of their seven Noachai laws is Gilei Arayos. It's 
basically uh, adultery and incest. And so uh, people will say that, oh, when they convert, there was, there's a prohibition, for the, there's a greater holiness because there's a prohibition as a non-Jew for them to marry their sister. But once they're Jewish, so then it's totally permissible. So it seems like things are becoming easier. Things are not just easier, but less with less kedusha, with less holiness, with less designation. Um, and we don't want people to think that. And so therefore, whatever prohibitions existed while they were not Jewish, so then those prohibitions on a rabbinic level continue to exist uh, when they become Jewish. So again, on a biblical level, there's only one case, which is the case where the mother converts while she's pregnant, because then the child is related to uh, his or her mother. Uh, on a rabbinic level, uh, all other cases, almost all other cases, there is a rabbinic prohibition, not a biblical prohibition, because either people will say, ah, oh, they, re- they didn't realize that they were converts, and oh, we see that this is permissible to marry your sister, or whatever the case is. Uh, that's uh, concern number one. Concern number two is that uh, we are concerned that people will think that, ah, oh, it's uh, less holiness when they enter into the Jewish people, because as non-Jews, they weren't allowed to marry their sister, but now all of a sudden they're allowed to marry their sister, so they, so the rabbis put in a rabbinic prohibition to say that, no, you cannot. Okay, so based on that introduction, let's see the Gemara. Case number one is as follows. If there is a mother who converts with their children, their children are already born. They have boys that are already born. So since they were already born and they convert, so we have the principle, they're no longer viewed as related to each other. And so therefore, since they're not related to each other, if one of the brothers, let's say, is married to somebody else and has no kids and, and the, that brother dies, we don't say this chalitza even because the other brother is not viewed as a brother. Reuben and Shimon, they're not viewed as brothers. And uh, so therefore, there is no mitzvah of yibam or chalitza. That's case number one. And case number two is, Case number two is where uh, the mother converts with uh, uh, one baby uh, in, uh, in utero with a fetus. And so she converts as a pregnant woman. And so when she gives birth, that, that baby is related to the mother. And let's say the mother has another child later on. They have two boys, Reuben and Shimon. So we say in that case, also there's no Yibam. Why is there no Yibam in that case? Because they're only related through the mother. It's really through the mother that they're related, not through the father. In order to do Yibam, you have to be brothers on the father's side. But we don't say they're brothers on the father's side. You can only be brothers on the mother's side in that case. So even in that case, uh, you cannot do Yibam either. Okay, so those, those are the two different cases. So that's the end of the Mishnah. So again, the Mishnah basically points out that uh, they are no longer viewed as related, they're no longer viewed as brothers, definitely not on the father's side, they're no longer viewed as brothers, but even if it's a regular case of just two brothers who convert, they're no longer related at all, even on the mother's side, so there's no mitzvah yibam, they're not viewed as brothers, there's no mitzvah yibam, there's also no mitzvah yibam if uh, one of the brothers was a fetus at the time that the mother converted, still they're not related from the father's side, they're only related on the mother's side, so therefore there is no mitzvah of yibam. Says the Gemara, uh, we have a case where the children of Yodan Amasa, she was a uh, non-Jewish uh, maidservant. So when she was freed, she becomes Jewish. And Rav Bar Yaakov said that when, with regards to these children, they're allowed to marry each other's uh, sister-in-law. Originally, they were the sister-in-law. And then you're allowed to, before the conversion, 
and you are allowed to uh, marry your brother's uh, wife. And uh, seemingly, what is the logic behind this? The Gemara will discuss, will explain the logic, but uh, the basic idea is that since you're no longer related, Gershon is dummy, you're no longer related, so therefore you're allowed to marry your brother's wife. It would be permissible because it's not your brother's wife. Biologically, it's the same brother, but halakhically, it's no longer the same brother. You both converted. And so therefore, even if, let's say, they got divorced or one of the brothers dies, you're still not allowed to marry, even though in general you can't marry your sister-in-law in any of those cases. But since uh, they went through a conversion, so therefore you're allowed to marry the sister-in-law uh, because you're no longer viewed as related to your brother. That is the opinion of Ravacha by Yaakov. Rava. Rava says, how is this true? Rava says to Ravacha by Yaakov, how could you tell me that they're allowed to marry each other's a sister-in-law, their sister-in-law, Rav Shisha says it's not allowed. So Amr Leir, Rav says back, I don't understand. Who Aser? Vana Sharina. Okay, he has his opinion. He thinks it's not allowed. I think it is allowed. What's the problem? We argue with each other. When do they argue with each other? So the Gemara qualifies, and this qualification is very important. We'll have two different ways of understanding Rav Acha but and this is the first way of understanding Rav Acha where there's, it's very, it, the whole dispute between Ravacha by Yaakov and Rosheshis is very limited according to the first approach. The Gemara says as follows Basically, if these are brothers only from the father's side, they're only brothers on the father's side and only they convert, the two brothers. So everybody agrees uh, that there is no concern. Everybody agrees. And you can marry each other's uh, sister-in-law, your brother's wife. That's totally allowed. Why? First of all, they're not really related to each other. Second of all, what's the concern? With, on a rabbinic level, there, we mentioned that there are two problems on a rabbinic level. Number one is that if it wasn't allowed as non-Jews, so then it can't be allowed as Jews because we were not going to go from some stringency as non-Jews to, to a lack of a stringency as Jews. We have to say that there's a prohibition. That, that's concern number one. And then concern number two is... The fact that other people are going to say, oh, these people are Jews, they were born Jewish, and we see that you're allowed to marry your sister-in-law. So then they're going to go ahead and marry their sister-in-law. They're going to think that it's permissible. So with regards to issue number one, with regards to issue number one, uh, so some of the commentators point out that as non-Jews, this is a very important rule, that as non-Jews, when we say that they're not allowed to marry relatives, it just means blood relatives. The only relatives that they're not allowed to marry are blood relatives. And while it's true that Jews cannot marry relatives through marriage. They cannot marry their mother-in-law, their sister-in-law, their stepdaughter. None of that is allowed. Uh, however, it is not the case when it comes to non-Jews. Non-Jews, the only relatives that they're not allowed to marry are blood relatives, but they are allowed to marry relatives that are through marriage. And so therefore there's no concern because beforehand, before they converted, they were allowed to marry these people. So then afterwards, they should also be allowed to. So with regards to that rabbinic prohibition, there is no such rabbinic prohibition. With regards to the other prohibition that people are going to make a mistake, so the Gemara says, no, if they're only brothers from the father, nobody's going to make a mistake because everybody's going to know that they were converts because their, their, their father didn't convert. Uh, their mother converted, but their father didn't convert. And so therefore, nobody's going to think that they actually were born Jewish. And so therefore, they'll think that, ah, oh, you're allowed to go ahead and marry your sister-in-law. No, they'll know that they converted. Once they know that they converted, that's the reason why they married their sister-in-law. But otherwise, they cannot marry their sister-in-law. So that would be the logic to say why it is allowed. Everybody agrees it's allowed if they're brothers from the father. If it's a case where they're only brothers from the mother, so then everybody agrees that it's not allowed. Even Rav Yaakov holds it's not allowed. Why? Because there is this rabbinic concern that since they're only related on the mother's side, 
uh, and the mother also converted. So there's this concern that people will make a mistake and assume that they were born Jewish. And once you're born Jewish, so then there's this concern. People say, ah, oh, we see that he's married to his sister-in-law, so we see Jews are allowed to marry their sister-in-law, so we don't want that to happen. So therefore, there's this rabbinic prohibition saying that, ah, oh, you know what? We're going to say that that type of relationship is not allowed. Okay. Um, that's if they are brothers only on the mother's side. The whole dispute between Ravachah Bar Yaakov and Roshayshas uh, is only a dispute in one case. It's a case where they are children from both the father and the mother. They're children from both the father and the mother. So Ravachah Bar Yaakov says that there's no concern that people think, oh, they were born Jewish and you're allowed to marry your sister-in-law. No, because people will connect them to their father. Their father's not Jewish. They converted, and people will know that they converted. However, Rav Shesha says no. Rav Shesha argues and says that no, uh, we really, we really uh, are concerned because even though it's true that they are the children of their father, but they're also children of their mother, and just like their mother converted, people will, um, just like their mother's Jewish, people will think that they're also Jewish and that they were born Jewish, and there is a concern. So that's that's the whole dispute. The whole dispute is when they are children of both the same parents, both the father and the mother. So in that scenario, Rav Acha Bar Yaakov says, ah, we'll connect them, as the Gemara says, man deshari basar abba sharina, daha b'nei planya kariluhu, she says kariluhu nami b'nei planyas. Basically, if they uh, have the same mother and father, both of them, so Rav Acha Bar Yaakov says that if it's from, if it's from the, uh, if it's from both, so then we'll assume that people connected to the father and people will know that they're converts. Rishisha says, no, but they won't, may not know that they're converts and they'll think that it's completely permissible. That's one way of understanding Rav Achabayakov. Others arguing Rav Achabayakov is really saying that even, even in cases of Achim Minaim, where they are relatives just from the mother, it's still allowed, even though according to Rishisha and the Gemara earlier, it seems to imply that everybody agrees that if it's just from the mother, people will be afraid and they'll be concerned that, ah, uh, we see that uh, that uh, they didn't convert and that they're Jews. Um, and therefore, we see that you're allowed to marry your sister-in-law. Comes Rav Achabarakov and says, no, I am not concerned for that. That is not a concern for me. I'm of the opinion that it is completely allowed. There is no such rabbinic decree. Uh, that is the opinion of Rav Achabarakov. And so this is a major, major dispute. So the Gemara now, for the remainder of the of the Gemara, the Gemara is going to try to prove from our Mishnah one way or the other. Because again, just to review, Rav Acha Bar Yaakov, at least according to the second version, says that a convert is allowed to marry their sister-in-law. It's totally permissible. Number one is that as a non-Jew, they're also permissible to their sister-in-law because that's a relative through marriage. Number two, the concern that people are gonna uh, people are gonna say, "Ah, oh, you're see, you're allowed to marry your sister-in-law even if you're born Jewish." No, he doesn't have that concern. So he holds that it's completely permissible when it comes to your sister-in-law. However, Shisha says that, no, it's not allowed. It's not allowed when it comes to your sister-in-law, presumably because we are concerned that people think that anybody's allowed to marry their sister-in-law, and that is not the case. So the Gemara now, and we'll see just a little bit of it, but there's a, the, the Gemara will continue on to the, in, in the next recording. We'll just try to bring a proof one way or the other. Do we say that when... You are brothers from, uh, from the mother's side, uh, even from the mother's side. Do we say that you are allowed to marry your sister-in-law or are you not allowed to marry your sister-in-law? So the Gemara wants to first bring a proof from our Mishnah, which is why we, we brought this whole case up. Tanan. 
We said that somebody who converts with their two children, their two children are alive, there's no yibam, there's no mitzvah yibam. He says, aren't we saying that not just that there's no mitzvah yibam, but you're not allowed to do yibam. There's a prohibition to do yibam. There's a prohibition to marry your sister-in-law. This seems to prove, like Rav Sheshes, that there's a prohibition to uh, to marry your sister-in-law once you become Jewish. So he says, lo, de'ena b'tores chalitav yibam v'shar la'amav inu uh, no, what it means is just that there's no mitzvah of yibam. If you want, you can marry your sister-in-law. If you want, you can marry somebody else. The whole point is just that there's no mitzvah of yibam. And that's the whole point of the Mishnah, to sort of defend Ravacha Bar Yaakov and to say, you know what? Uh, maybe it is totally permissible to marry your sister-in-law. And it just says you can't do yibam, meaning you can't do the mitzvah of yibam. But really, you are permissible. of But there's two cases in the Mishnah. It says, not only in case where the children were born... Um, after the conversion, meaning they also converted, where we say that they're not related to each other, but also in a case where uh, one was born as a fe- one was converted as a fetus and was born Jewish, the other one was born Jewish afterwards. So then, those are the two cases. Why do we need both cases? Well, maybe that should depend on whether there's a prohibition to marry a sister-in-law or whether it's just allowed to marry a sister-in-law, but there's not a mitzvah of yibam. So the Gemara explains as follows. They're not allowed to do yibam to marry their sister-in-law. Why not? Isn't it because there's a prohibition like Rosh Lo, This is what we read already. What does it mean, even? According to the opinion that says that there's a real prohibition, like Rav Sheshes, there's a real prohibition for a convert to marry their sister-in-law. So then it makes sense to differentiate between these two cases because in the first case, uh, they were already already born and they themselves uh, convert, the the siblings convert. So in that case, you're not allowed to marry your sister-in-law. But you might think that maybe in a case where... The mother converted when she was pregnant. And only afterwards, and does she have another child afterwards? You might have thought that, you know what? There is no prohibition here. Why? Because it's like there are two mothers. There's the mother from before the conversion. And uh, really, uh, this mother who converted while she was pregnant, but it's a different mother than after the birth. After the birth, she's fully Jewish. Um, and during the, during the first pregnancy, she was pregnant. She was not Jewish for part of the pregnancy, Jewish for part of the pregnancy. But the point is that she's like she's two mothers, and therefore, maybe in that case we'll say, it's permissible to marry your sister-in-law because the brothers are really not as connected. They're really not as connected, so maybe you could marry your sister-in-law. So that's why it says, even in that case, you can't marry your sister-in-law because you're still brothers. At the end of the day, you are still brothers. Um, and, and so that's why we have, that. that's why you can understand why we have both cases if you hold that there's an actual prohibition. But if you hold that, it's just that it's permissible. So then what's the afilu? What's, why do we have two cases? The Gemara answers, The reason why is that it's permissible. It's, you're, you're allowed, according to his opinion, you're allowed to do yibam against Rav Sheshis. It's permissible to do, not as yibam, not as the midst of yibam, because you're not related as brothers, but you are allowed to marry your sister-in-law. That fits with the Racha Bar Yaakov. Why are you allowed to marry your sister-in-law? Why do we have both cases? Because first of all, the first case is easy. That's a case where both brothers converted after they were born. But even in a case where 
One was born uh, as a Jew, but to, at the time of conception, they were not Jewish because the mother converted while she was pregnant. And uh, and the brother is also uh, was born as a Jew. So we're concerned that, you know what, maybe it's not allowed. Maybe it's not allowed here because people will get confused and think that they're both born Jewish uh, because they were pretty close to being born Jewish. It's just one was actually uh, converted while it was in utero. Uh, but you might get confused and say, you know what, a regular case where they're both born Jewish, that there too you're allowed to marry your sister-in-law. And that's not the case. Uh, so that's why even when in the discussion of whether it's allowed or not, the, there's, a, there's a reason to assume that maybe it's not even allowed at all when one of the brothers was uh, uh, converted during, during pregnancy uh, in utero as a fetus. And the Gemara says it the opposite way also. Gemara says it in the other way that I understand if the whole discussion of the Mishnah is about is not is, is about not whether it's there's a prohibition to do Yibam, but whether it's a let not Yibam, but to, to, not whether there's a prohibition to marry your sister in law, but just is it are you allowed to or you're not allowed to? Uh, meaning, are you allowed? Sorry, are you allowed to do marry your sister in law, or is there no mitzvah of yibum? It's not a mitzvah of yibum with regards to that area. So can, I can understand why we have two different cases. Because when it comes to the second case, you might come along and say, "Ah, oh, there should be a prohibition here. Why should there be a prohibition here? Because since one child was born as a, as a Jew, because it only converted in utero, and the other child was also born as a Jew, so you might think um, that it's not allowed in that case because people will, will get confused. No, it still is allowed. You're still allowed to do yibam in that case because, or not yibam, but the, the mitzvah of marrying your sister-in-law in that case, uh, that's still allowed. But if you hold that, it's really a prohibition to do yibam, and there's a prohibition to marry your sister-in-law even outside the context of yibam. So what is afilu? What is the, the afilu there? So the Gemara explains you might have thought that when there's that there's a concern that there's a real prohibition to marry your sister-in-law uh, you might have thought uh, that in this case it's really allowed why is it allowed in this case because the mother is different for each child because the mother converted while she was pregnant. So when it comes to the first child, it's a different mother than when it comes to the second child who uh, was conceived as, as a Jew. The mother was Jewish at the time of conception. So you might think it's viewed as two different mothers and maybe it should be allowed. No, that's why the mission tells you not only is it not allowed, it's not, it, it, it's, 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 not, it's not allowed uh, because in the end of the day, uh, in the end of the day, you are, it's your, it's your sister-in-law. It's your, 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 your brother's on your mother's side. So it's your sister-in-law. And so therefore it's not allowed and that is the conclusion of the Gemara, that you can read the Mishnah in both ways. But at the end of the day, it's important to keep in mind what we said in the beginning, that there's one case where there's a biblical prohibition uh, for converts to marry their relatives, only one case. Uh, that has to do with a, a woman who's pregnant who converts. And then there are two other, uh, there are two other rabbinic prohibitions in general where, which apply to, um, to a convert when marrying their, their, uh, their relative. Uh, and those two concerns are Jews will think that they were really born Jewish and that you see that you're allowed to marry your relative. Or there's this concern of going from a higher level of holiness to a less lesser level of holiness. Um, and that doesn't apply in our case because according to many commentators, even as a non-Jew, this is a very important point, even as a non-Jew, 
Uh, even though there's blood relatives that you're not allowed to marry, but when it comes to relatives that are like your sister-in-law, as non-Jews you're allowed to marry, so then certainly there is no rabbinic prohibition to say as Jews that you are uh, not allowed to get married, because as non-Jews you're also not allowed to get married, so then it should also be permissible as Jews when it comes to non-blood relatives, specifically somebody who converted, uh, when it comes to a non-blood relative like a sister-in-law. Okay, that concludes this Gemara, a very important Gemara, and we'll see the next Gemara in the next recording.